Yes, this is the Mitch and Bird Show. G'day, Mitch. How you going? <laughs> yeah, I'm going. <laughs> going good. Sounds like you're going low key tonight. Just going mental. Yeah. Mental at every fuckwit. It's giving me the shits. It happens. It happens. Righto, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to episode 16, I may believe, of the Mitch and Bird Show. Uh, welcome, Bird. G'day, Mitch. How you going, mate? Been a rough, rough week down there by the looks with the weather-wise. Weather's a fucking atrocious. Winter came early and it was opposite to tropical, you'd say. Uh, 85k winds coming off the Antarctic and uh, I was in shorts and a hoodie so I uh, wasn't prepared and it was raining for half the day but we didn't give we didn't pull the pin we get paid by the hour so we got to do the hours and we got it done my mate turned up today but he was dressed a bit differently today it was 19 degrees today not a breath of wind virtually, and the sun was out all day, and he's in pants, jumpers, tops, thermals, everything he could put on, he had on. But he <laughs> but either pretty much took all that off within the first half an hour. Oh, well, and but... he kind of announced that he couldn't take any more off unless he'd been his jock. So, um, But there's a couple of landscapers there. One's a pretty hot female, so I think he held off on that one. <laughs> Well, that's my my days, mate. I'm um, I'm rugged up. I'm a big one. I'm a big one for uh, staying warm. You can always take things off, um, but you can you can never put enough on when it's cold. Right. So, uh, like, we will. I get these fresh mornings, and now I've lost me bloody. Um, I'm not too happy about it. Actually, I, I, I mentioned it to the boss. I said uh, I've lost me nice little cab tractor where I feed out the cows with. So that's sort of my first job of the morning every couple of hours. You're in the cold weather. I'm, I'm out in the elements now. I feel the fresh wind coming on me. I'm, I'm, I'm rugged up like Fort Knox, you know. I've got, I've got, I think I've got about six or seven jumpers. Oh, well, not six or seven layers on. No, I sent the photo you sent me this morning to Beaver and we had a good laugh that it looked like you were hitting the ski fields uh, shortly thereafter. Yep, that's me. And and like, what kind of was... gloves did you have on there? Oh, they're me chippy gloves, mate. I found them. They're rippers. You should get some. There's no such thing as chippy gloves, mate. Mate, you go to Bunnings. They the, do you see the name on them there for the carpenters, mate? I, I found them. Hmm. I found them a couple of years ago when I was um, working as a chippy. Um, and I love them ever since, you know, they're about 30 bucks at Bunnings. I reckon I'll go and get them all, like, get one set a year. No, nah, I nah. couldn't do it. I couldn't be an absolute pussy like that. I didn't even nah. know they existed and As... they shouldn't and no carpenter would ever wear them. Um, well, don't, really... don't bring us down. We, we wouldn't do it. We I don't try. I, my ego is fine. I'm I'm quite content with who I am as a person. You can't grab shit, even with fingerless gloves on. You I'm telling you, get yourself a pair. You no. can work all day with them. No, no, and no. mate, they're brilliant. They're fucking brilliant. They've uh, got. They've got. You know what? Sort of, I, I probably got... wouldn't even wipe my ass with them if I was out of toilet paper. <laughs> <I'll>, <laughs> for all the listeners out there, I'll, I'll I'll put a photo up on the on the 
on Instagram or whatever we're following now, or Facebook, of these clubs. They are brilliant to work this with. This is a tough football uh, <laughs> that everyone used to be scared of, and he's got these <laughs> little mittens hey, on to keep his little hands warm. That's right. I, do you realise my hands give bloody – I'm up for massage. I'll give massages one, one, probably one a night at the moment. It's ridiculous. Hey, every now and again, might give one to myself. <laughs> Well, between you and your boyfriends, it kept you busy. Oh well, you got to have soft hands, mate. No one wants a massage with dry hands. Mm. Not sure where we're going with this, but I can lead on. <laughs> I can lead on if you want. Um, we've got no special guests in today. We're just going to be running your super story. We're going to run a short and compressed session tonight. So, uh, you know, there's one thing I do want to talk about, and. Um, it's really for the ladies out there. They're not going to be happy with what I have to say, but I'm going to have to compare myself to childbirth in <laughs> some respect. <laughs> now, I honestly felt violated yesterday. I had uh, been working in the cold all day and obviously the sphincter had been clenched, clenched most of the day. And... Um, I didn't realize until I got home how badly I really needed a shit. And it was it, it was do or die. And maybe it had been brewing all day. I don't know. Was that cold? I, I don't know. Your body was frozen. <laughs> the, the facts are I got home with abdominal pain and I didn't know what was going on. And I just thought I better sit on the dunny here. I've sat on the dunny and... If I wasn't three centimetres dilated, <laughs> I, 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 I just couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe the agony I was going through. It it wasn't childbirth. It was like the beginning of childbirth, I reckon, because I've been there three times over. I know what the dilation <laughs> is and my ring is not used to being anything more stretched than maybe one centimetre dilation. Now, to think that I was pushing out a human head, it honestly, like it, it fucking hurt me, man. I it, Once I got it out, I, I honestly thought I'd been, I had been touched up by someone. Like, I, I just don't understand how anyone, male or female, could allow a penis in their ass after what I went through last night. I tell you right now, it ain't happening ever. And wow. I, I really... I, I know they're not going to be happy about it, but I really felt violated and I was sore. And I um, I do feel sorry for anyone that uh, goes that way. Well, there's supposed to be – you're supposed to get some good enjoyment up there, apparently, I've been well, told. No, honestly. <laughs> you're hour, you're saying no. An hour later, I was still like, what What the fuck went on? What, hap- what has just happened to me? My body was in shock. My body was in shock. <laughs> I was just like, this has never happened to me. I'm 42 years of age, and for some reason I had to give birth to something that shouldn't have really been coming out of me. But it did. It's done. It's over with, and I hope it never happens again. <laughs> oh, so, well, let's just uh, – you'll never run from the police ever again, Ming, because <laughs> oh, you really do not want to go to prison. If you go to prison, uh, that's that's happening to you. I don't care oh, who you are. Oh, oh. 
true. How big, and, how big you are, how ugly you are, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and I've always said it's it's a one way valve too, you know, for me particularly. And to, to think it was that bad on the way out, imagine what it'd be like on the way in. Holy shit! <laughs> no, it opened my eyes yesterday. It did. It really oh, did. And, oh um, God. <laughs> I didn't know why I want to talk about it, but I feel better for it, and I'm going to move well, on. Well, it's made me laugh anymore. anyway. It's made me laugh. Uh, it's not, not something I normally talk about either. My wife is just going to go, what? Do you think that's gross, talking about that stuff? And I'm just well, like, I, well. I, I, I never would either. I don't think I put it in the gutter. I just tried to get everyone in the frame of mind I was in after having a nightmare day in the weather and then having to deal with childbirth. Uh, for myself was difficult to, to mm, cope with. You've had a rough. You've had a exhausted. rough one. I was you've exhausted. Had a rough one. Yeah, I had to have an early one after that. I had to put myself to bed. Um, had to shower. I shook myself <laughs> to bed. I was nearly crying myself to sleep. <laughs> anyway, um, let's put that behind us and um, up the tempo a bit, I guess, with uh, what we missed last week, which was. Uh, the bird super story. More super story. Yeah, well, more, more super stories. Um, all it involves. Yeah, look, I'll go with this one. When you're talking about a running with the law, like I'll follow on from that suit because I had two, but we might be able to bring one out. But this we involves. Do, yeah, well, this, we need this... to clarify one thing. Super stories don't have to involve police chases or anything like that. Because the listeners, we asked the listeners what they wanted to hear from us. And most actually came back and said they want us to talk about our childhood. So some childhood super stories I think we'll bring up next childhood. week. Childhood. All right, next week. Well, so, in saying that. Well, we're not saying a super story is police involved, but whoa, who's coming through? Yeah, no, I know. We'll just have to edit that out. That's me back, Chris. Abisti. Abisti's just fucking walked out the back door. Fuck you, Christy. That's Edit. editing. <laughs> She'll come back in in a minute. So uh, super stories don't have to involve the police, uh, but you feel like you you want to jump on board? No, all right. I'm going to change it up. I, I, I want to talk about probably one of me. Um, look, this is a barn burner of a footy story, okay? Um, this, this resulted in me getting, um, the, the end of the story. I'll tell you the end of the story. That's end it. of the story resulted in the pre- president coming in to the change rooms and escorting me out, out the back door of the club rooms to my vehicle. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's the end. That's the end of the story. I like where you're going with this. So now we're so, going to fill in the gaps. Now we'll start with the start. So we've, um. Yeah, like this is, um, you know, I think it was a, um, would have been um, a winter's, I'm pretty sure it was a winter's day, a lovely sunny day in Adelaide. But, uh, we went out to, uh, I was playing for this football club in the uh, South Australian Amateur League. What were they called? Uh, it was the Paraka Bulls who I was playing for. Paraka Bulls. Well, yep, we're in Division 1 and it was my first year at the club. Div 1. And uh, the previous year, they had won the, the, the Division Two Grand Final against a side called the Seton Ramblers. So, guess so. We've gone out to Seton. We're playing against Seton at their ground. Now they're followed by 
one other than um, a, a, a pretty um, pretty violent motorcycle gang in Adelaide. So <laughs> the crowd. So fair to say, there's a bit of animosity in the game because it was um, these two sides played in the, the grand final the year before. And how how amateur league works is your two sides in Division Two playing the grand final come up to Division One. But anyway, we're out, I'm out there. And this this side was um, they had some good players in there, but geez, I will tell you what, it was um, it was a dirty game, put it that way. And um, knowing the way I play my football, I, I don't hold back. Um, across the white line, it was my first ever time playing against this club, and I reckon it would have been. And I was playing well, we had a good game, but it was sort of um, in the fourth quarter. Game was on the line. And it had been getting heated all game. Like this is sort of, um, sort of, um, like I was involved in a few little altercations throughout the game. And this side had blokes that just thought they could do what they want because they really did bully sides. They weren't a really good, um, you know. But I think we were sitting middle of the table. Like I said, we've only this side. Both sides have only just gone up to Division One, so they really sort of did battle in Division One. Anyway. <laughs> I'd um, had a little bit of a dust up with the ruckman after this centre ball clearance, bang bang, and he's put two on me chin, real real good ones, like on bang bang right on, and I've given a couple back, and the rovers come in and given me a couple, and uh, next minute I'm I'm bleeding from the lip, um, and the umpire sort of sees it, and he goes sends me off with the blood rule, so I've come off the ground as you do. And in your country, oh, well, this is not country. This was city, city footy. You don't have to pay to get in. And here we go. I'm copping it. I am copping it from the crowd like you wouldn't believe. Like I said, they were followed by a lot of um, bikes. Was this a home or away team? This was – we're playing away. We're playing away. We're playing a big ground. Yeah, Lions Den. Yeah, yeah, they're Den. So – you know, I've come off with the blood rule and I'm copping a bit of a spray from you, weak dog, rah, 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 I'm like, right, you know, and that's jeering me up. And lo and behold, their senior coach is a um, a living legend over there in South Australia. His name was Scotty Hodges. Um, Port, Port, uh, Port Adelaide Magpies, 100 goal kicker, played for the Port Power. You know, you mentioned Scotty Hodges' name in Adelaide. Everyone knows who he was. He was a superstar player. But he was their coach and a bit of a meathead too, mind you. And he's given me a bit of a spray and I've sort of, right, gone and gone and got t- um, tidied up, cleaned up, come, ready to come back on. And he's lipping at me. And they're all lipping the at me. The other coach I, is lipping at you. Oh, they're getting into me. Because don't worry, I, I'd given a I, – I held my own. You know, I, I'll – I copped a few, but don't worry. I gave I gave plenty back throughout the game. Um, I wasn't one to lie down. I was like, okay, you want to give one? I'll give one back. Uh, you're I'm... always up for the challenge. If someone yeah. wants to go, let's go. You're like, no worries. Let's yeah. go. So anyway, this is, you know, we're sort of getting middle of the last quarter and the game's on the line. So I've come, I'm like thinking I'm about to come back on. Ball's on the other side of the ground. This Scotty Hodges is just into me, like sledging me, um, and he he knew I was a I'd, I'd played in the sample too. Like he'd mentioned that in my spray. Oh, you did this to your coach, you know? Did that? Rah rah rah! You 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 this bird, you that bird. Anyway, I'm thinking, 
What the fuck's fuck? he got to gain as a coach from ripping a opposition player apart like that? Oh, Bring that's just into it. It's the mind games of it all. But anyway, no, I was, I've never known a yeah. coach to do that. Oh, and it's just the follow-up. Like, it's just the way that mob was. Like, it was a mob. They were yeah. into me. But anyway, so I'm, I'm, I could wear it. I've copped it from plenty of crowds before. So I, I was sort of wasn't wasn't phased by it. But anyway, so I'm coming on centre wing. The footy was on the other side of the oval. And um, I'm thinking, well, stuff, all right, stuff, yeah, game's on the line. I'm going to go on and I'm just going to run straight down into the forward line because the ball was going down the outer wing. We had it. And my, my, so I've got on the ground and I'm running in flat, like running in to the forward 50 from the other side. of The, the ball was coming in the other side. I was coming in the other flank. And it's kicked in long to the full foot, you know, probably 20 metres out from um, – 20 metres out from goals, kicked in, and I've crumbed it front and centre perfect. <laughs> wow. And I've got to mention the bloke, this bloke who the the, the fists come up, you know, the bloke, the, the ball has landed in this bloke from the opposition's hands. Now, this bloke is, he has got, he's one of those footballers. They played him. He did an amazing job this day, this bloke. He didn't touch the ball once. But he played on our best, well, our best forward. Our, we had a really good forward that was just kicking goals. You know, he, he had ten touches. He kicked six goals, eagles. You know, sorry, he'd have uh, bloody fucking edit that. Mm-hmm. We had this bloke who was a dead-eyed dick who would just, you know, like I said, he'd get the ball eight times. He'd kick six goals too. Mm-hmm. Um, they put right, this. So this bloke was just getting. This bloke, they played on him all day. Tag. Did not major watch the, tag. Major tag. Like the, probably the best tag, one of the best tagging jobs I've ever seen. Did not watch the ball once. Was not interested in watching mm. the ball. All That's he awesome. did was push this bloke, knock him around, push him around. Hang uh, on all, to his jumper, annoying. Oh, just wouldn't let him go all day. Like in his face. Like, and I mean all day. The whole day. So... <laughs> Brilliant job. Um, our bloke hadn't touched the ball. Did not had not had a touch the whole day. So this this bloke had done his job. Mm. But I've come flying in, mate, and I've hit this pack hard. And I'm I'm so sorry. This bloke, it's the ball's landed in his hands, and he does not know what to do. It he's like a deer in the headlights, and I'm coming like a freight train. And all he does is see me, and he done a f- amazing job. He's just He's just sort of bought, like he sold some candy and bought me and got out of my way. But I was just, no, nah, I'm not having that. Um, the instinct of me was, I don't let anyone get around me. I've just open handed him and have dead set, clipped him under the jaw with an open hand. And he has uh, lifted vertically off the ground, <laughs> land like, landed. And has not moved. Like, like a cartoon. Like you've just... Um, like, like just with... Clothesline someone with your open Oh, hand. just with venom. With with what had it all happened with me... So he got round I, you, but you managed to throw an arm out and grab I've, it. He, he'd sort of got out of my way, but I was like, you're not getting round me. And just was like, tunk. Um, <laughs> um, it was called play on. <laughs> it was called... 
I couldn't believe it. I've sort of like, I've killed this bloke. Something happens. And I was just, look, I was swarmed by a good eight of them. Their, 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 their team was just like, you can't do that to one of us. My mm. team were a bit like, oh, shit. Um, yeah, they were like, uh, fuck, do we get in here and help? I'm like, fucking, fucking, I his help. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. it all, but that's what I was getting at because it had all stemmed and it all brewed from me going off with that blood rule, the coaches and the crowd getting into me. And then I was just like, right, boom. Well, mate, what do you think it was like when I've got the umpire's attention? Because I've got away with it. It was called play on. I didn't get reported. There was no free kick, no nothing. I think we got a goal out of it in the end. Our blokes and we we hit the front. And the the soldier, the mark, the uh, the tagging soldier. Is he just still laying on the ground? He's gone. He 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 got up and no no no. It's stretcher. He did not move. Oh, he did not move. I've never. It's probably the best clean clip of a bloke you'll ever see. No. Um, he did not move. Um, I, I was. I was. Anyway, <laughs> I've come off. I finally got the attention of the umpire with my blood. Like, come on, mate, get me out of here. He's going, yeah, blood rule. He realised what I was doing. Like, save myself. <laughs> I've, um, and yeah. I've sort of double backed and off I go. Wow, Jesus. Um, if you've ever had a full can thrown at you, um, <laughs> they were coming thick and fast. I come off the ground, mate. Whoosh, whoosh. I got full cans of Jim Beam, full cans of beer, like you name it. They were coming from this. Was this there a lot- shelter? Was there a roof and an area protecting you from the crowd, or was it just? <clears> no, nah, I was. I was. Um, oh, when I got to the when I got to um, the, bench. the bench, yeah, I got stuck in. It was like a little thing, eh? And I was like, fucking hell, hell, oh, I'm in trouble here. <laughs> and anyway, I've got me, the co- my coach is like, fucking, because um, like I was a high paid player and I was an okay player, he's like, he's wanting to get me back on the ground. I'm like, mate, I'm not fucking going back in there. I'm not scared. Of- <laughs> you fucking said, pussy, get out there. <laughs> I, I, I said to him, I said to him, I go, look, I said, Brooksy, I'll happily go out there. I'll happily step outside this shed, but I cannot control what's going to happen. I said, do you understand what I just went through getting to this shed? The cans, the abuse. (laughs) If I step on that field, there's three minutes to go. I'm going, Brooksy, there's three minutes to go. Yes, I know. I think we're five points down or there's a kick in it. I go, I don't know if I go on and kick the winning goal if I'm getting off the ground alive, like, or what's, you know, and, and I'm pretty much telling the coach that um, I'd really don't think Surely you want to do that. Surely you do want to do that. Um, You're generally going, nah, I'm out. uh, I'm taking the boots off. I, I put myself out there to say I would do it, but I let the coach know the consequences would, what would probably be if I go out there. And mind you, look, you got to understand, I've already taken, probably 15, 20 punches in the head by that time. How does the umpire um, allow that to happen, by the way? Oh, this, this mate, like I said, the, this side is, uh, they were, they had a lot of bikies in the crowd. <laughs> and when you, when you put like, I don't know, you'll kind of got sides that are intimidating. So especially when it was, um, they, they weren't just the only ones in, um, in suburbia and Adelaide. Um, 
you, you could number off people over there could number off a lot of clubs around um, Adelaide that you, they're pretty rough. They are pretty rough. Like there's a there's a club there that um, got banned. Like like they'll they'll, they'll finish the, the the actual league said nah, years are too dirty. You're too this. Your supporters of this. Your supporters of that. We're yeah. finishing you up as a club. Like no more. You are I a can club. Understand no. like the the cattle mentality that. If, if you've got a dirty side playing and then you've got a dirty crowd backing them up, they sort of play oh. off each other to the point where if something, if someone starts getting bumps the wrong way, then you see the crowd oh. into it and then it just goes, escalates further and yeah. further. And then when you get some smart ass black and blonde kid to start trying to drop people, then that would tend to upset people. Well, I wouldn't say all the smart ass. It's just, I was keen to go in there, hit the pack hard, kick the goal, win the game for my team. Unfortunately, the universe decided to put that ball into that man's hand for the first time for the day. And he, the universe was telling everyone on our team with what that bloke was doing to our player because he was dirty. Mate, don't worry, the things he was doing to our player, he deserved to be clipped. He deserved he deserved the clip I give him. Um, you know, it's like you and you got your little brother just stirring you all day. Mm. You know? Yeah, you, you he that bloke, and that's what I mean, the universe was telling everyone there that day that that bloke, he, he yeah, he done a great job, he did what you did, but you did cross the line a lot. Um, and I happened to be sorry. <laughs> I was the bloke who did it, I'm sorry, but anyway. <laughs> But anyway, the game finished. I didn't go back on the ground. Oh, you fucking pussy. The coach thought wiser. He's like, because, mate, I was still, like, we're still copping cans into the back of the head. I get that, get, but you're the um, big high-profile played player. Surely you've got to go out there and make your dough. Well, anyway. I was, I was ripping Collingwood apart the other week when Dugowie went off because he'd broken his nose. Yeah. yeah he breaks look, his oh, nose. Professional athlete. Breaks I, I, his nose. Take the thing fucking back up. Your side could have won that game. He's a, I don't know. Within Look, half Mitch, of the first quarter, he's taken the boots off and he's gone down into the race for the broken Mitch, nose. Mitch, I know, but you got to understand the situation I'm in. It's oh, you're very, different. You're to go. It, he's worried about I'm, what he looks like. And I'm not worried not. about AFL. I'm worried about in that moment, I was smart enough to realise that this this. Mate, this is a life, this is a life and death situation here. <laughs> How do I know I go out, kick the winning goal, I don't get a, a knife in my back or knife here? And that's this is what we're dealing with. This is I what we're dealing with. It starts with a pig's head through the front window, doesn't it? <laughs> but anyway, we lost the game, which was probably a good thing for me mm. because then they sort of got to celebrate. But um, I've gone in, showered up, you know, the bloke I was playing on, uh, the bloke who, the bloke I knocked out who was uh, playing, the, the player he was playing on come up to me and thanked me so much for doing what I did. And I go, mate, I didn't mean to do that. I was just trying to kick a goal. Um, next minute, uh, the president's waltzed in and he's gone, I think, uh, points over to me. Can I speak to him? I'm like, oh, what, you know, my brain's going, what the, f-? you know, all the shit I've been through with my football. I'm thinking, well, what's going on, mate? Like, really, you can't be trying to report me or doing anything. It was just a, a spare, you know, it was a, a, a split-second reaction. But he's come over and he's like, um, 
in your best interest, mate. I think you need to come with me. We can slip through that door there, slip out the back door. Um, there's no unknown. You you can go out this. You can you can walk out this front door. He goes. There's a mob of blokes that are ready to punch your head in. And I go. And I was like, fuck, how many? And he's going, um, yeah, look. There's there's <laughs> yeah, there's a fair and we're talking bikies and I'm just sitting there going well, this is bullshit after well, I'm a game of football this is what I had to deal with I was like well I said okay um, I'll uh, I'll take you take your word of ice I said I'll slip out the back door I slipped out the back door hopped in my car drove off drove back to our footy club rooms um, I got the best on ground award and got the mug for the night and got shit faced for uh, knocking a bloke out that deserved it. So <laughs> oh, well that's, done. that's one of my super stories. But i tell you what, there was some very hairy moments there for me. Uh, you don't want to feel like that on a football ground. And the funny story is, Mitch, I've got another story similar. Not, not so much as bad as that, but I have been to feel very threatened on a football ground later on in my career when, when, when I was an umpire. I was the actual umpire of a game, and I have uh, was put into that situation again by um, a very vocal crowd and very interesting uh, affair. So we'll leave that one for another day, though. Great story, Bird. I thought you were the enforcer, so it's good to hear you on the back foot for once in your life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I, the, reason, the reason they took to me that game was because they I was standing – I was probably – like I said, yeah, our side, a little bit. We had some soft footballers. They're good footballers, but they're soft. But um, yeah, this opposition didn't like to my uh, to, to the way I played and the way I stood up for my teammates. And they, uh, instead, you know, I, I, it, it, when you stand up for a teammate, you go over and sort of a, like get off, push and shove, mate. They, they weren't, they weren't. This side wasn't for that. You, you push one of them, they just, they went bang bang. They put them straight on, yeah. It was no muck. They, they didn't muck around. Mm. So anyway, yeah. it's just one of those days. <laughs> I reckon the listeners would love to hear the story of uh, you and your brother playing football one time. And uh, you may have thought you had your brother's support, older brother. Oh. And, and uh, when it went, you know, it just shows that. Uh, Another, yeah. Well, it was a- although you come from the same. Um, I don't know the same gene pool. You're not necessarily the same people. Yeah, you're right. There's, there's a the year we we played one year of footy. Oh, we played a couple of years together, and that was that was because of me. I um I lowered myself to go and play um at his club at his <laughs> his his level. I, I went went out of my way to go. Okay, I'll go from the best. I'll go from the best league in country Victoria, and I'll go to the worst league in country Victoria, just so I can have a year with my brother. Um, still haven't got any thanks for that. Just, um, but anyway, mm. uh, that's what I did. And yeah, quite funny, but we'll bring that up another time. I reckon. Another footy story. You're full of them. I've got plenty of footy stories. I reckon, um, I still say, I reckon, uh, I remember having a Tommy Hafey night. I, I really reckon I could go around country Victoria. I could do the old train your footy club for the night. And I could give you a few yarns about, what happened to me on the footy ground? Because I've got plenty. I've got bloody heaps. <laughs> uh, you know, I've had a game called off because of, um, you know, a little bit of an altercation. Um, you know, the game was called off. You know, the shit, the shit that's happened to me on the footy ground is ridiculous. It, 
I could write a movie about it. And I might have a story <laughs> next week. I'm going to have a story next week involving a bit of family about my younger brother, yeah. Ricardo. And uh, not Ricardo. Just young kids, you know, growing up in Park Orchards, Park Orchards Primary, and um, and how we used to get around. This will be interesting. How we used to get around. <laughs> this will be. This will be good. That'll be good. So we're of, getting the of... listeners to throw up. Yeah, we get. We are getting the listeners to throw up some uh, what they want us to talk about, eh? Yeah, we put it out there last week, and we've had a little bit of feedback. Not a hell of a lot. That's oh, good. We seem to be getting left alone. Really, most people are just listening and. Enjoying the way we talk shit. So yeah, well, I'll well, have that I again. I'll have that cheerio to Kel. So I hope you like that. Um, yeah, I hope you like that footy story, mate. And uh, I've got plenty more. You can tell the boys out lanky that one, Kels. Fuck, it's getting cold up there, and he's still running. Oh, to tell you the truth, the days are the days up here are bloody nice. It's morning, early mornings, and like we had a bit of that cold breeze. But yeah, what a fucking sook! You're you're fucking going driving off. around in a fucking <laughs> tractor and a truck. You 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 rugged up like you're hitting the slopes, and then in the background of all your photos, there's not a cloud in the sky. Like, <laughs> you fucking serious? Oh, you're just coming off one bad day, mate. This is the peninsula. There ain't one bad day. It's all yeah, I know. But look, when they I'm... say Melbourne has four seasons in one day. Well, fuck, peninsula has about eight. Yeah, well, I'm, your health, your health is your wealth. Yeah, my family ship sinks, mate, and I can't, I can't have that. I can't have that on my conscience. So I've got oh, to stay fit and healthy. Yeah, you, you, you as an individual, you're the only one on the planet like that. So you better stay fit and healthy for your family. That's that's how I that's how I focus my life, mate. I'm Everyone's fit and healthy. Fucking hell, bird. Everyone's the same. They should be fit and healthy. I am fit and healthy, but my fucking knees I can't afford to be scared. I need my right wrist fused. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to moan about it, but there's, there's yeah. parts in my body that don't function like they used to. Um, yeah. No, what, but what you're having to go at me, I, I'm saying I can't afford to get sick. I don't want to get crook. Oh. I got to stay fit and healthy. So I, I, I get, I stay warm, mate. I stay warm. I believe in wool. Do you wear woolen socks? Mate, I don't believe in any of your bullshit. I believe in my immune system. Nah. See, when I you're on a cold day, mate, system. chuck on the wool, chuck on no. the woolen socks, chuck on the woolen vest, chuck on the woolen jumper. Mate, I people, had... and this, this is what, this, this is where the world's going. Early. People get a cold and a sniffle because they've gone away. Do you, like They've gone away from um, putting on singlets on their kids in the mornings. Just that extra layer. No, no, I don't know how many. No, fuck that. That's bullshit. Yeah. No, I was wearing I yesterday was six degrees, howling wind, rain, torrential. Couldn't hide from it. It was a bad day, but I was in board shorts. I was in socks. I had a t-shirt on and I had a hoodie on. That was it. That yeah. was it. Wind was blowing right through me, but my immune system yeah. was fucking tip top, and. I don't get oh, I hope sick. it is. I don't get sick. I don't get the cold. I don't get the flu. I've never had a fucking flu shot. And if COVID wants to come and tap on my shoulder, I'll tell it to fuck right off. <laughs> I hope you do. I hope you do. But in a month's time up here, we'll be I'll be getting up and it'll be minus three, minus four in the morning. I ain't fucking I ain't wearing, what about those wearing those sort of clothes. And wear shorts year out. 
What about those blokes? Mate, I'm telling us I'm trying to say to the old school farmers, they they knew, mate. They wore wool. That's what it was. <laughs> wool. That's the it's the best. It's the most you don't like you you gotta be smart with it. You can't wear it bloody on, on skin because it gets itchy. But your pure wool, you put it you put a nice little uh long sleever on underneath. I, I like to wear a hoodie and then I throw I throw my wooden woolen jumper on over my hoodie because then I can throw my hoodie up around my neck and all what pushes are, what up. Why do you just wear thermals? Yeah, well, I just um, I just like to look after the wool industry. All right, well, let's get <laughs> true farmer, mate. Yeah, let's <laughs> That's it. Them. I swear by woolen socks. I'll, I'll never wear nothing less. Um, the merino yeah. or what are we running? Oh, yeah, well, whatever. Merino wool's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, listeners, any wool will do. Just get down to support the local fucking farmers. Buy That's right. Wool. Don't buy wool and undies because they're fucking itchy. But, you know, you can put well, wool on top of other shit that's comfortable to wear. If you don't, if you want to, you want to tell the vid to go fuck off, that's the first thing you do is go and buy some wool and, and you will. You'll, you'll heat your body up so you won't get the virus. Boom. I'm going to no, buy you some woolen jocks and you can put your little nutsack in them. And so, uh... <laughs> I'll wear them too. So you, <laughs> you buy me some woolen jocks. I'll, oh. I'll say it now. I'll put, I'll put a photo on Instagram oh. of me and me woolen jocks. <laughs> I'm bringing, I'm bringing them up on the 6th of June. Is it 6th of June? Uh, 12, uh, long weekend, I reckon. Mm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> See you then. I'll be. Uh, I don't wear jocks. Never have. Never will. But I'll bring you up a fresh pair. Yeah, sounds 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 nice. <laughs> All right. Well, half an hour ramblings is is turned into a lot more than that, as per fucking usual. And it's uh, uh, always a pleasure, and never a chore, I guess. So, what do you reckon? Are we winding up? Yeah, mate. It it it's uh, time to wind up and. Um... Yeah, look forward to catching up next week. All right, buddy. Well, um, till then. Yep, till then, all the listeners out there. Fucking wrap hoo- up with some wool. <laughs> Get some wool on the body and uh, hooroo. Yep, beautiful. See you, mate. All right, see you, mate. Toodaloo. <laughs>